And Marie, we want to get further acquainted with our bodies, and you use language like hacking the hormones. Can you explain what that means and how we can do that for our health? In our body, we have hormones or neurochemicals that can actually change our mood. Uh, dopamine is a pretty common one, so you can hack your dopamine by uh, doing a task, you know, having a checklist, and when you can check off that checklist, your body says, ah, that feels really good. I've got mm. some reward hormone you know, making your bed in the morning. We've done studies that show that people that make their bed every morning tend to be more successful in life. Wow. Part of that is because they're actually starting their day with a dopamine, successful, I accomplished something. It's a reward. Mm. So there's lots of little things, trying a new recipe, learning a new task that can trigger that dopamine. Yeah. So what does dopamine do? Uh, dopamine is a messenger in our brain. I am a social worker and not a biologist, but what I understand is it can really affect how we feel. It's transmitting electrical impulses between neurons in our brains. And so uh, not enough dopamine can actually be a culprit of why some people have depression or anxiety or other mental health issues. So we can create more dopamine or get our dopamine to work a little better, a little harder by doing things that trigger that reward mechanism. Some people do that in an unhealthy way. You know, when people use substances or turn to things like pornography or shopping, mm -hmm. sometimes that's giving a dopamine trigger that's possibly unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of healthy ways we can get the same effect. What else is there besides dopamine? There's also serotonin. It's another happy hormone. And in Canada, we're at risk at not getting enough because the sunlight is one of the main sources mm -hmm. of it. So uh, sitting by a window, even in the middle of winter, can help. You know, I tell people who work in an office building, on your lunch, go outside, get some sunshine. Even if it's cold out, you're still going to get the serotonin. A lot of people have light therapy lamps in their office space to help with that as well. We're wired to need sunshine. The struggle is real living in a basement. <laughs> it is. It's a hardship. <laughs> you're not You're not wrong. Yeah, and during a pandemic, too. <laughs> yes. The isolation has affected us. There's no question. Oh, okay. What else is there? There's dopamine. There's serotonin. There's oxytocin. That's called the cuddle or the love hormone. When a woman has a baby and she looks into her newborn's eyes, oxytocin is released in both her and the newborn. And it makes us feel loved. It makes us feel safe. It can be a really helpful thing to activate when you're struggling. And you can activate it by getting a hug or giving yourself a hug that literally activates oxytocin. You can literally activate it by looking into the eyes of a child. We're all wired mm. that way. If you look into the eyes of a child, your body will release oxytocin. It feels nice. It feels loving. And it helps us. Do you give yourself a lot of self-hugs? I have been. I try to practice what I preach. And a lot of the tools I teach, I use for myself. Yes, absolutely. If you drive with one hand, <laughs> could listeners try this out like while they're, while they're at the wheel? Now, the health and safety people might not approve of this message. So I will be, I will be careful. No liability concerns, please. But uh, I will tell people, even if you can't do the self-hug, so I, I teach a self-hug where you hold yourself. If you even just put your hand over your heart, even that releases oxytocin. And research shows that when we put our hand over our heart, it's like we're giving our heart a hug. It literally helps us feel better. So if you're driving off the record, um, so insurance is not mad at me, and you have one hand on your heart while you're driving, even that could help. A lot of people tell me they do that when they're in a meeting at work, they're having a hard time. No one knows what they're doing. They're just resting their hand on their chest. Mm -hmm but they're actually helping themselves feel calm and safe. We need that. What else? Is there anything else? Um, and then there is endorphins. Endorphins we hear a lot about with exercise. So exercise is one way to trigger endorphins, which are another happy chemical in our brain. Um, a lot of people with depression struggle with movement. They feel very uh, lethargic, very unmotivated. They don't have a lot of hope. And so they don't want to exercise. Mm. And we do know that exercise can be helpful for all of us. It also releases uh, stress hormones 
for many, many reasons, exercise is helpful and because of the endorphins. So it literally gives us happiness to a certain extent when we exercise. Eating spicy food, eating dark chocolate, these things can actually release endorphins for us. Mm. So you advocate for dark chocolate over white chocolate for this reason? Now, see, I actually like both. Both have good uh, benefits, but dark chocolate tends to release more endorphins. Mm. And the difference between endorphins and dopamine is what? Well, they're very similar, and I'm not sure if you saw their chemical makeup, they would look a little different, okay. but ultimately they're similar. One is more reward, one is more happiness. Dopamine is more reward. Yes. Endorphins is more happiness. Right. Both make you happy, but for different reasons. Right. Silicon Valley plays on the, the dopamine more. Yes. 